0: It's Marian Ellis here and welcome to the Surveyor Hub podcast, Business Bite Size, where we talk about being in the business of surveying. I can guarantee at least once a week I am contacted by a surveyor who has received a complaint or claim and doesn't know what to do or is now struggling to obtain PI insurance. Now I'm very much in the school of tough love the way I coach is to give you accountability and some home truths and that, you know, yes, while the market for insurance isn't great, that RICS is working as I record this podcast on a review of PI requirements members, that premiums are high, customers are a pain in the neck and didn't read their report. I mean, how dare they threaten to sue you? The plain truth is that at some level, you do not have a well-run business and you've left yourself exposed. Your job being the owner of a surveying business is to run a business as well as deliver the services you offer to your clients. Now, you can start off wearing more than one hat. And so, just like work life balance, it very easily becomes hard because you're working hard to keep both plates spinning. And that's why I talk about work life integration, being okay to be yourself at home and at work. And the same is true as being an owner of a surveying business because. You get to decide the hours you work, the jobs you take on, the risk you take, the quality of the work you provide your clients, and how well your business is looked after. In these calls where people just want to chat and share with me their thoughts, they're often in denial that they made a mistake in their business, and that is a difficult pill to swallow. Call it pride, anger, disappointment... Unless you accept that, you really won't move forward and that's where you will repeat mistakes. Spouting off about spurious claims and sitting in victim mode might gather momentum as you share it on social media, but it's not going to change the reality of where you now sit within your business. And yes, those kind of people are about, but really they are in the minority. Not understanding that your business is a vehicle for making things happen is usually the first hurdle. Just like a car, if you don't oil it, put fuel in it, get it serviced and maintained, it will grind to a halt at some point. The same for directions. Where is your business heading? What's the direction? Are you stuck listening to the sat-nav sending you to Valuation Central where the fees are low and the risk is high? So if you find yourself heading in this situation, what do you do? Well, first off is to make sure if you're an RICS member that your firm is regulated so you can qualify for the assigned risk pool cover. It's a limited cover, but it does mean that you can get PI and that you can continue trading your business in some way. Make sure you're a limited company, which will help you reduce your own personal liability should it ever get to that stage. And you can make sure you start allocating time in your week and month to work on your business. As a rule of thumb, that should be one day working on your business, one day working in your business, and three days fee earning. Now, you might say to me, well, I can't afford that. Then, in honesty, your fees are too low, and I'll certainly cover that in a separate podcast. Working on your business should include things like sales and marketing, building relationships. That's not just social media, which you can actually get someone else to do if you really don't want to do that. But working out the kind of clients you want to work with, the type of work you want to do, and creating channels for you and your clients to find each other. Working in your business is all about processes, procedures, ensuring everything is documented. Think of it as making sure that should you get a regulatory inspection or you sell the business, because everything that you create in your business is an asset, that someone can walk in and understand exactly who does what, where and when, how it all works and that the business can continue to operate under someone else's guardianship. There are three areas you should be focusing on. Assessing the risk in your business, making sure you have the right customers and clients and understanding you and your team's skill set and motivation. Assessing the risk in your business should not be approached with a fear of being sued. That's a common scenario that I come across. Risk should be seen as a support mechanism. It's like allowing yourself to bounce and do somersaults on a trampoline, but have the safety net around you so you don't fall off. And it's how you approach risk, not the fact that you have insurance, that is the safety net. Do your due diligence. Ask questions. Do you know the loan to value if you are doing specialist valuation work? Do you have full details of alterations and refurbishments on building condition work? Ask yourself what you get in this work. Is it because you are the best at it or are you at the bottom of the food chain left with a scratch because of, say, lender panel arrangements? Sometimes a lack of experience can lead us to take on high risk work and not looking after our business vehicle. But sometimes it's also that we're so stuck in accepting poor work that we don't believe we can get better, do better and be more. And that is all about mindset. I can guarantee you that if you put your mind to it and get the right support, you can get off the treadmill and work at a much more enjoyable pace that is also less fraught. I've seen it time and again on the coaching programs I run you have to believe it's possible and find a way or you'll just be stuck on the treadmill going at someone else's pace until the wheels fall off. Because if you don't believe there is a way forward, you won't find that way and you won't be looking out for examples of the way that other people work and the way that their businesses are run. Understanding your customers is key in assessing risk because when it goes wrong, it's like putting diesel in a petrol car. You might get to drive around the corner if you're lucky, but not always much further. The service you provide as surveyors is often seen as transactional, when in fact it's a relationship. And like any relationship, it has to be a good fit. And you can only know that, really understand that if you're having a conversation with your clients to make sure you're speaking the same language, that you have the same expectations on how you'll perform And you keep the line open so that no matter how silly a question your client may have, they can contact you, speak to you or your team and feel reassured. Because relationships are built on trust. And if your client has a niggle and doesn't trust you and you don't offer them that reassurance, then the relationship is doomed. And the same goes for you too. If you're accepting work that is low paid and where you're not truly valued for what you do, If you are honest with yourself, I'm pretty certain that you wouldn't be giving 110% to that job. I'm not saying that you might cut corners, although that does happen, but you may just do enough to get the job through. And just enough doesn't help you reduce risk. Finally, you should take a good look at the skill set of your team, and that includes you. Many of us know how to drive, not many of us can remember all of the highway code and even fewer will have done any kind of refresher driver training. The same goes for the work we do. Do you have a personal development plan for you and your team and your business? Do you have your work externally audited or peer reviewed? And if you did, do you act on it in good time or is it still on your to-do list? If you're marking your own homework, you don't have a good perspective, no matter how hard you try. Do you just sign up to CPD just to tick regulatory boxes or because you're interested in that really juicy topic being discussed? Have you ever challenged yourself to sign up to something that you think you already know? Because the worst thing you can say to yourself is, I already know that, because often you don't and sometimes things can change. A personal development plan can help you keep on top as well as explore something new, but it needs to be relevant to your business to help you reduce risk and validate your experience. Oh, and it can be used as part of a claim, this personal development plan, to show your skill and experience as a surveyor. So do keep it up to date. Every business needs to evolve. And if in doing an assessment on the risk involved in your work and business, you start to think, maybe it's time to give up and do something different. It probably is, but that doesn't mean throwing the baby out with the bathwater. Folding a company and starting again doing the same thing is not the answer and insurers are wise to that. Start thinking about what you can do. Do some work on your mindset and think about building a business, doing what you love, being paid good money by people that value what you do. listening if you haven't already you can sign up to hear the latest survey hub news by joining the mailing list at lovesurveying.com and don't forget to leave me some feedback and let me know your key takeaways from today's podcast